Megan. I'm Jess. And we are Friends Friends with Bros. We're back. Your Friends with Bros are back with the second season of Don't Worry About My Hair. We hope to create a space that offers relatable conversations while providing some inspiring content to promote a positive mindset and encouraging you to manifest your purpose, okay? And feel support from your friends with pros to go after it, get going, get it together, and do you, boo-boo. All right, let's go. We're here! We're back. We're back. Friends with Froze. Yes. Welcome back. I've missed you. I've missed this platform. I've missed it all. I know. It's been so long. And here we are. Back like we never left. Hey. Oh. uh, Okay. We're allowed to sing, I guess. Well, that might be okay. (laughs) (laughs) That might be okay. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Now you're going to make me go back and, and Google that throwback <laughs> to see what I was singing. I'm sorry, Lord, if it was nasty. I'm sorry. Mm, we're going to find out. Um, mm-hmm. Well, welcome back to the real season two. Of Don't worry about my hair. Don't worry and about my hair. Here we are. Megan, it's 2021. It is. It is. That's what I'm the calendar moving. tells us. That's what the calendar tells us. We made it, guys. We made it. We made it. But we had a long, long, long hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. We did. (laughs) (laughs) We did. It was great. Great. It was great. We've been gone. So we got to tell the people where we've been at because they were probably like, oh, y'all don't do episodes no more. Oh, y'all don't want to post no more. Oh, y'all ain't going to do this no more. So we're here. We're going to do it. It's just we needed, we took some time. We took some time. Much needed time. Yeah. So, uh, Megan, where you been at this hiatus time, these two months? It's like a summer break. It was like a summer break. You know what? And I needed that because as adults, we don't get summer breaks no more. And I needed Unless you're a teacher, but that's different. Yeah. I needed me a little fall, winter break. So where I've been at was uh, the peak and the pinnacle of Stressville. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 2020 got to me and I hate to even say that because I've been rejecting that whole narrative of 2020 was a negative, terrible, trash year. I did not want to accept that. And I still don't really accept it, but um, it it did get to me there. It got to me. So when I look back at the whole year, I'm like, wow, we all collectively went through a lot. Girl starting in January when the pandemic really wasn't a thing, but you just heard little whispers about this thing called coronavirus. And then after that, it just snowballed into a, Mm -hmm. into an avalanche of hot garbage. But (laughs) I feel like steaming garbage, hot, steaming, stanky garbage. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of it last January, I was able to go home, which was nice. And I was like, Oh, I'm kicking the year off. Right. And then, you know, I'm eating dinner with some of my friends and right in the middle of that was when we got the news about Kobe Bryant passing. Mm. And so that was like, whoa, super shocking. And we all kind of held on to that for weeks and weeks. And then 
the pandemic started and then you had black lives matter and just black trauma being on display and we all had to live and process through that and wear masks all the time which is major i know this sounds ridiculous but i stop i wear lipstick every day okay Mm -hmm. those of you who have known me pre-pandemic know this that was actually really difficult for me not being able to wear lipstick every day really Um, i know it sounds crazy but it's I'm not gonna say it's part of my identity, but it is something that makes me feel like me. Mm-hmm. So not being able to do that was a huge stressor. Okay. Mm-hmm. I put lipstick up there with walking. Oh. Yes. These are things that make me feel care. It's part of your Heart. energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. My energy, my aura, all of that. All of it. Mm. So, so then, yeah, by the time we got to late summer, I could start to feel the stress building up. Oh, also I switched jobs in between there too. So got a new role and had to learn all the things that come along with that. So yeah, by the time we got to the end of summer, I was starting to kind of feel the stress, but uh, wasn't really allowing myself to process it because I was just trying to like truck forward with everything. Well, and, and then- I think in the summer we had this like weird time period where it was like, it's actually going to be fine because we can go outside. Like, and so I think yes. it kind of, I think the summer kind of tricked us, right? Like it kind of made us feel like more secure in where we were in this pandemic. And it was kind of like things were opening back up because they could mm-hmm. do outdoor things. And like, it gave us this false sense of like, not, I don't want to say it was a false sense of hope, but it was kind of like a fake reality. Like it was like, oh, see, it's getting better. So like the end of True. September comes and you're like, okay, we just have like, summer's fine. We got to go to the beach if we wanted. We got to go to cookouts if we wanted. It's fine. It's fine. It's over. It's going to be over. It's going to be over. It's going to be over. And then it wasn't over though. It It was not over. So yeah, end of September, I think I started feeling it for real. And so my sister was pregnant this whole year. Um, and then she had her baby in September. And I think that really just, it none of it felt real to me because I didn't get to experience it how I wanted to. So yeah, we FaceTimed and she sent me pictures and all that, but it's not a real life. Like I didn't actually get to see her actual belly in person. Mm-hmm. And then Aww. not being able to see my nephew was a big stressor too. I've since been able to see him in person and almost kidnapped him, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah all of this was kind of (laughs) culminating and I also was preparing for a move out of my apartment that I'd been in for three years into another bigger better bougier badder apartment hello somebody hashtag bougieville here we are okay I'm in this thing so all of that was just building 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 like I said I didn't really feel it all the time or allow myself to feel it and then it all just kind of came to a screeching halt uh which I think was God's way of telling me hey you might want to take a break here ma'am and go ahead and get yourself together so yeah um in October November my belly pain was getting terrible I I had infrequent belly pain or frequent belly pain rather Uh, then I discovered that was my gallbladder full of stones. So that will be coming out soon. And then mm-hmm. um, the day I moved into the new apartment. Okay. This was, <laughs> I thought I'd hit the land of milk and honey. Right. Bougieville. Hashtag Bougieville. Bougieville. I 
talked to the doorman. All my stuff got moved in. I built my little entertainment center. And I and said, the door people know Megan, FYI. If <laughs> that's another story also. But they know Megan somehow. They know me. I was like, you know what? It's now what? Probably 6 p.m. at that time. I'm like, let me go on a little short walk because that's what I like to do. Um, I will get myself some dinner because you can't cook on your first night in your new place and a bottle of wine to celebrate. I walk a few blocks to go get those items. I come back. I drink a little bit, eat, and my knee is hurting, but I'm like, ah, it's moving pains, right? So the next day I wake up, it's, it's hurting, but I can still kind of move around. I am noticing that I'm walking with a little limp, but again, <laughs> I'm going to be all right. So I have to go get stuff from my old apartment, which is conveniently just a couple blocks away. I go. As I'm going, my knee pain is increasing. I'm like, oh, you should probably wrap it up for the day. Like, I don't know what this is, but whatever. But I still need to finish stuff. So I work, work, work for a few hours at that old place, cleaning, gathering supplies. I come back on my way back. Again, this is a couple blocks. Rather than it taking me a five-minute normal walk, it took me over 15 minutes to get back, and I had to stop multiple times. And I was like, oh, there's Something's a problem. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong. So I come back. I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just rest it, ice it. That's what people are telling me to do. That's what I'll do. The next morning, I woke up at 4 a.m. in horrific pain, could not physically get myself out of the bed, yada, yada, yada. Uh, had to have a friend come help me, which I don't like asking people for large favors. And I had to have her come help me. Shout out to Lizzie. Um, Hey Lizzie. Hey girl. She cleaned my other apartment, removed everything out of there, had to take multiple trips to get back over here. It was, it was a whole thing. This Hmm. woman literally sacrificed her entire day from 8am that morning until probably 6pm that night. Hmm. Um, and it was magical in many ways, uh, really showed her level of friendship, but yeah, it was, that was very tough for me. And so, yeah, ended up going to the doctor the next morning and he was like, oh yeah, this wasn't going to like heal itself. I need to drain fluid out of your knee. So stuck a needle in my knee, Jess, mm-hmm. <laughs> removed some fluid. And, mm-hmm. uh, then I wrote, then I had to go rent a scooter I wrote an old Megan scooting in Philly. You weren't mistaken. (laughs) That was Megan. And people kept thinking I meant like a scooter, like kids ride where you put your feet. No, I meant like an old people cover round. She was sitting and scooting. Sitting and scooting. And it was really humbling to say the least. So, (laughs) um, and you know, I just had to wonder why that was happening to me. There could have been, of course, worse things that happened to me, but it was a big blow because it's like, can't do your basic needs by yourself yeah. when you can't yeah. walk like you're used to walking or even move like you're used to moving. And so- well, Especially uh, when you live in the city, like you're not like in suburbs where you're like, okay, somebody come and pick me up. Like you're in a city where most of your friends probably don't have a car either. You yep. don't have a car, you're, you're usually mobile and walking. Yes. And there's usually, usually not a pandemic where it's not like you're thinking seven, eight times before you consider calling an Uber. So <laughs> exactly. There's exactly. That. And then it was just, it was getting really expensive too. So even to get to the doctor's office, um, 
which normally would have cost me like two dollars on public transportation I couldn't really get down subway steps you know what I mean yeah I had to take an uber and I had to get uber xl because I can't bend down low enough to get into a regular car that was fifty dollars round trip and I was like scooter rental for a week if you want to know the going rates on scooters that was like 250 um so scooters aren't just for fun they are for help (laughs) They are for help. And then Philadelphia is not a very um, disability friendly, yes, accessible city. There's steps everywhere, small, Mm -hmm. crowded alleys. Mm -hmm. It's just, even the curb cuts aren't that good. No. From the sidewalk to the street for you to cross. No, no. So, yeah, it was, uh, that was a heavy thing. And the Lord took my knee. I'm saying he took my knee. <laughs> Literally. Your knee. Two days Physically. before Megan the Stallion body came out. <laughs> but guess what? what? Did the Lord give it back before this busted challenge? He gave it back, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I don't want to Y'all think your butt getting big? Butt getting big? Butt getting big? Fucking big, big, big. <laughs> Sorry. It is getting big, but I can't bust it, child. I can't bust it. Can't bust it. I'm on the list of can't bust it either. I I'm on the list. I wait till I go see this rheumatology child to see what's going on. So, so yes, that that is the long and short of my health issues, but it was many lessons learned during that time. Girl, okay. talk about trials and tribulations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it really caused me to like when you when you get sat down and you really down, um, you have a lot of time to think, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. prioritize, uh, reset. I think it was kind of cool if I had to pick timing. Okay, fine. It was good timing of me getting into a new space and having to literally get into a new mental space as well. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm still navigating kind of how I want that to look, but I was off of work for like two weeks and thinking about things. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it really taught me too that health is wealth. I will not take a walk for granted ever mm-hmm. again, Mm-mm. ever again. Lots and I think perspective time to consider what you value. Yes. Yes. And reevaluating my coping skills too. Um, okay. Because yeah. Okay. Child life indeed. <laughs> you don't always have certain things available. Right. So you may not always have access to music or walking or, mm-hmm. um, the food that you want or whatever, like, mm-hmm. but you have to be flexible enough to use appropriate coping skills during that time. So that was big for me too. But now, um, I'm kind of prioritizing what I want. So I, I, I had said before that I felt like during the year I had so much going on that I was just like scooping everything onto my plate. Megan, can you do this presentation? Sure. Megan, can you do this? Yeah. Megan, can you learn this? Sure. Mm. And it was just my, my Thanksgiving plate was over full and I wasn't able to really pick out the important stuff. Cause I was just saying yes to everything. And it was, that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that's not pac- practicing boundaries. And boundaries and saying no, which is hard as yes people and parents. We always want to be involved in everything. But yes. 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 Girl. Yes. 
So that's where you've been? That is, <laughs> that is where I've been. I've been at home healing, recollecting myself and doing things that are good for me, which feels really good. I, I feel like I always talk about it, but now I was actually able to do it. So yes. reigniting those little fires of things that are actually beneficial to me, reading more. Yes. Um, that has been huge. You turned me on to the, the Elaine Welteroth book. Girl, that's I'm my like, girl. Halfway done with that now. Loving every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Good timing for that book. Sure is. Hello, somebody. Um, I'm a lot more present in conversations and mm-hmm. everything that I'm doing and holding and setting boundaries. Woo, that is a work. That is a word and a goal okay yes yes which is something that if you come from a history of not having good boundaries uh it feels very uncomfortable at the beginning so or not knowing what boundaries actually are I think we I think a lot of people have a false understanding of what boundaries are it's like if you don't want to go out don't go out like yes we know that one or like (laughs) like you know if you can't do this then don't do that like yes but sometimes boundaries are like you, you have to understand what your boundaries are before you can set them, right? Like, yes. why are you, are you just saying no to going out because you want to be that person that says they have boundaries? Because like, you can go out and be out if you really do actually want to go and your actual true boundary is, but I did tell myself that I will be, I will not be going out to dinner, you know, mm-hmm. for the month or whatever, but I do want to spend time with my friends because I don't want to set the boundary of not being with others. So like understanding what your boundaries are is different than saying, well, I got boundaries, so I can't go out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's the work too. Uh, uh, yeah. Sometimes it feels to me like splitting hairs, but I'm like, it's not. Mm-hmm. That is just finding big and small boundaries. Yes. Yeah. And then- yes. oh really trying to focus on work that brings me joy i think you preach it (laughs) it's easy to feel for me personally to feel like oh my gosh i have so much to do because i'm a dreamer i have a lot of wishes and wants Mm -hmm. i'm like okay you got to put your hand to the plow good sis you got to you got to to walk it out wow that is jesus right there it sure is find me the verse for that but um (laughs) you are the one I look to for the verses okay (laughs) (laughs) it's in there uh yeah but really figuring out for myself like your our day-to-day job should bring us some joy but there's other stuff that I want to do that's more of my creative side so um Mm -hmm. rather than always keeping that on the back burner trying to make space not even trying to I have been making space for that to to do some work that brings me joy. So that is where I've been. I have been, like I said, healing, recollecting myself, gathering and moving forward and actually doing it. So a good space. Oh, Megan. Yes. I needed those weeks to, to get to here and I'm grateful for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sharing. And I mean, Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but it seems like this was a good little summer break slash it's not summer, so winter break, a little break for you. That's it. <laughs> it was, it was. And with that, there are some new developments. So 
for the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Our developments, Megan. (laughs) You guys know that I love a good song, a good artist, a good vibe. Okay. And that has been helping me during this uh, winter, summer, fall break. Okay. (laughs) However, you know, come to the realization that you can't just be playing folks music all the time without going through proper <laughs> channels etc and so, by realization we mean google, google. <laughs> <laughs> thank you google thank you google um so yeah we're gonna switch up making music corner a little bit here to make it more accessible to you guys uh and still appropriate for our podcast so aka and still not break any laws Yes, I ain't trying to go to jail for y'all now. I ain't trying to do that. No, Beyonce, don't come looking for us, okay? But if you um, find us, we'll be your friend, okay? We sure will, Beyonce. So yes, I am going to create a podcast on both Apple Music and Spotify. Ooh! So, yes! Once I have the perfect name for it, of course, I'll put it on our social media. But you can also look at our social media to figure out what artists I'm listening to. So I'll be posting some of my favorite songs. Yay. Yeah. And I'll say during this break for me, an artist that I really enjoyed, I've always loved them, but I really just like would not stop playing them was Magic Jordan. I think I've talked about them before, but I'm going to talk about I don't them think again. So on the. I don't think so in Megan's Music Corner. No? Okay. Well, so. great artists, two, they're uh, a duo. They're a duo? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Majid and uh, Jordan oh, are their first well, names. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are from, Majid is from Bahrain, but they met in Toronto. Uh, I think they were both in school. Anyways, they got the Drake. Drake's label, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, they got signed to Drake's label, yeah. And it was literally after they put out their first song. Like, it's an amazing story. They put out their first song on, like, SoundCloud. And then within 24 hours, someone from Drake's team was like, hey, Drake wants to hop on this song. And then, yeah, wild. So another proof that you should always go for your dream. I know. They do call him the A&R of hip-hop or something like that. Who calls him that? Who calls him that? Me and some other people. I was about to say, <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing his thing, but she's always, <laughs> okay. He be finding folks in the bushes okay. making them stars. In the bushes. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'll be adding them to the playlist. And then as we proceed through this year, be sprinkling some more. So you guys subscribe to those and then you'll have my music come straight to your phone. Yay. So Megan's Music Corner got a little bump on the podcast but a boost in your lives (laughs) come on here salesman (laughs) now you smiling you grinning you laughing but people want to know where you been at ma'am girl well so we've been on a break for two months so I was really safely celebrating the holidays I will say okay I was you know it, it was like this whole thing about you know, how are people going to do Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's in a pandemic? Because like you said, after September, after the summer of everybody being like, oh, we're going to be okay. It's going to be fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, numbers went up as scientists predicted, but I guess people don't believe science is real. So (laughs) we, 
we Thanksgiving was quiet, but all the holidays were really quiet actually. But we were yeah. safe and able to like be with family, be with me and Brandon were able to be with each other. I think a lot more than we would have anticipated because a lot of the times we're like traveling a lot at Thanksgiving. So we didn't really do that this year, but I still kept my days off. Um, so it was a lot of like <laughs> just prioritizing us being together and like getting our home together. We rearranged our living room. Like we did things that were important to us and like really truly sat and talked about what is meaningful to us, which was nice. And then same with Christmas, we were able to be with his family, but we did not like have a big, like usually all of his family comes, cousins, aunties, all this stuff. It was not that. It was just like us and his parents and it was really small. And then same with, so New Year's Eve is actually the same every year. We sit at our house and we don't do anything the past like, <laughs> five years. So that actually felt the same. Like that didn't feel any different and I love it just the same. That's a little but, surprising for me. I was, uh, yeah. I, y'all seem like party animals. So I would nah, just dog. expect y'all to be out there. Nah, dog. We don't be nowhere. I think <laughs> one year we might have gone to a party when we were dating. But like definitely since we've been married, we sit at our... And when we used to live in an apartment, the fireworks, we were right in Camden between this Philly and Jersey. So there was fireworks right by apartment. So we were like, oh, great. We'll just stay here. And then we just got used to that. And now we don't live near fireworks, except if you count our neighbors doing it. So, yeah, we just have gotten used to it. Because it's nicer to just have your champagne and finish your own bottle in your house yep. much cheaper and not have to wear, like, a dress or anything. So we realized <laughs> that works for us. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it definitely – and I think it was just interesting to celebrate these things that everybody was so worried about and so upset. And I don't know, maybe it's just because – we've been adapting for so long at this point that it's kind of like, well, yeah, we just have to adapt. Um, but understanding like how we can still like for Christmas, usually my mom and my mother-in-law, we all wear pajamas together and like do the corny thing. Somebody asked on Instagram, like y'all do that corny thing with your pajamas together, like wearing the same pajamas or y'all aren't about that. And I was like, Oh no, we're about that. So, <laughs> um, I'll be that corny person. So we were able to like send my mom the pajamas. So she was still wearing them when we FaceTimed her. And Aww. like, you know, we still did the stuff, but then we also were able to like, breakfast was done super early. So we were able to watch our Christmas movies super early. We were able to do everything like really in less time because usually time's taken up by all the hubbub, right? Like all the extra yeah. people, making sure everybody's coordinated, making sure everything's done here. Like it was nice to be able to like, truly see like okay well we really like this part of Christmas and this is what we want to do and we really like this holiday celebration and also not all of the like usually we have a gym holiday party friend holiday parties all of the things that are like again kind of when you realize what your boundaries are and you're like dang I didn't have to spend money on this many outfits for the holidays or I didn't have to do this like you kind of realize what is important mm -hmm. and I think that was one of the big things this year was just, again, slowing down and just being like, all right, well, it's still Christmas. Like, I'm still putting up my lights. I'm still, you know, decorating a tree. We were still able to get a tree. We were still able to, you know, eat Christmas cookies. I'm not not eating. So <laughs> everything that I wanted to do, we were able to do and didn't have fluff. Like, it was kind of like everything substance-based was there and everything fluffy 
was not. So it was kind of like, oh, I could do this a little bit more. Like, I mean, the mask thing could go, but like <laughs> I could do like a quiet Thanksgiving. I could do like, we usually go out to eat every Christmas Eve. We didn't do that. We had Christmas Eve at my house with me and Brandon's house. And then his parents came over and we were able to like sit and talk at the table and like not have to pay a bill at the end of the night. I mean, we still had to buy the food because I wasn't cooking, but we, <laughs> like, we were sitting by the fire and we got to turn on the TV and watch a movie when we wanted. And then we played a game. Like it was just nice to be more about just the love and the, the positive parts of Christmas and not about the extra stuff that comes along with it that, you know, we've commercialized it to be. Um, yep. So that's, I've been safely celebrating holidays and I've also been honoring my health like Megan. So we've been learning a lot about being a woman. So I actually had to have some surgery this year or well, early this year, but we knew it was coming. So I had a procedure. Brandon's going to be like, you be telling all your business on this thing. (laughs) These are our friends. Okay. (laughs) These are our friends. And yes, Brandon, I am telling all my business. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I had to have some fibroids removed. You don't know what fibroids are. They are like fatty tissue in your uterus. I'm assuming Mm. we're mostly women market, except for Brandon, who's listening. Um, So so that was like a big thing because I was like, what the frick are these? And like, I think all last year and a lot as like females in our 20s and 30s, we're learning a lot about our systems, our women's systems, because Mm -hmm. we've learned about like, we know what a period is. We know women make babies. But, like, we've never learned, like, the complex interworkings of that until it's time for you to, like, either you are interested in reproducing or you're all of a sudden pregnant. Like, I feel like that's when people, like, find out and you're like, oh, shoot, what? Like, I didn't know. This I didn't know. So, yes, I have also had to slow down because of I got my fibroids taken out. So exciting. Um, But it was (laughs) impacting, like, how we can move forward with starting a family and, like, you know, talking to people about it, they're like, oh yeah, that's really common. Like the number of people are like, oh yeah, I had that too. Like, yep. I was like, well, what the frick? How did this never come up in our casual lunchtime conversations? Or <laughs> how did this not come up in the group chats? So I think it was just one of those eye-opening moments where I was like, holy crap, uteruses, periods, all these things we're talking about now. Like we're talking about now because it's, we're in this stage of life. But if I could have talked about this earlier, maybe I would have known some things or at mm-hmm. least like, I don't think there's anything I could have done to prevent it, but at least just to be aware of what it means. I've been doing so much reading. So yes, I have also been slowed down by my health issues. So I was, I'm also off for two weeks, which I have never in my life been off for <laughs> two weeks from any type of job. Even when I've transitioned to new jobs, I usually just go week to the next week I'm at my new job. So this has been definitely humbling um, yeah, to be sitting yeah. in the house and like the only working out I can do because yes, I still have been doing CrossFit except for right now. So I can't do any of the CrossFit, which is super annoying um, because that's like you said, your walk is part of your health. I'm like, oh my God, let me pick up a barbell. I'm like talking to <laughs> my friends in the group chat. I'm like, what was the workout today? How sucky was it? Oh, did you hate that? Oh, <laughs> I want to hate it too. Um, 
So I've been just going on lots of walks because movement is important to me. So yeah. I'm able to go on walks, but I think just learning a lot about what I, what it means to actually be slowed down is yeah. at. and not taking it for granted, like actually saying like, oh, I, now I can't do CrossFit, like, which I just said, I know, but not saying that in a way that's like, oh, this sucks, but saying like, all right, well, what else is important to me? What else mm-hmm. is in my life? So like, I've been doing a lot of reading in my books and I've been doing a lot of watching trash TV. If you want to watch trash TV, watch Selling Sunset on Netflix. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of, and these are things that I think I've done in the past. Like, you know, we always talk about like our younger self knew how to play, right? When we mm-hmm. were in college, when we were in high school, we knew how to, we knew how to spend bored moments, right? We're going to watch TV for hours on end. We're going to be on AIM because that was what we used to use, AOL Instant Messenger. And we're going to be on that for hours. Like now we don't know how to just let time flow into something you love to do. So I've been just trying to honor my health, let my time flow. And girl, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, that that two weeks off thing. It's a big one because you had mentioned this before on a different conversation we had about us just being like, workhorses and used to mm-hmm. just going out there and getting it and so mm-hmm. when you can't go out there and get nothing you can't lift a barbell you can't go to your job yes you're left with yourself really and it's like mm-hmm. okay well what do I like and what do I want to do right and then especially when you so the issue is that I'm the only one that you know had surgery so I'm the only one that's sitting home for two weeks so when Brandon comes home I'm like oh my god hello <laughs> <laughs> guess what you want to do some stuff and I think it's funny because there's a lot of people that I know that have had like time in the quarantine or in the queue as someone once said to me time in the queue to work from home or be quarantined and I feel like when you work in healthcare you haven't got that like you haven't had that opportunity unless you've you know got COVID or unless you've taken a furlough or given a furlough or were fired like you haven't had the opportunity to like do any of that work from home, chill at home, do anything of that nature. Cause we've been working. So yes. I think it was kind of one of those things where I was like, so my husband works from home three days a week. And so it takes everything in me to not bother him now that I'm home <laughs> because I'm like, what are you doing? Well, now I've got my morning time routine where I sit on the couch and I read my book and I play my music, but I guess I can't do that today because you're working from home. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely been, interesting to say the least but <laughs> that's where I've been so now I'm here in recovery and we're ready to start podcasting again because we're ready to talk to our people and that brings me joy okay good keep that joy receive that joy and cultivate that joy okay we all need it but I have to ask you <laughs> <laughs> we have to bring it back because you like to live well and look fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so using, you know, what we both kind of experienced over these past couple no couple months, what is your living well looking fine tip for us, Miss Jess? Okay, well, I have it here and hopefully everybody can hear me now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, the biggest tip, and I think Megan and I both touched on it big time here is that rest is required. 
everybody, a lot of people made fun of me, not necessarily made fun of me, but made a comment about like me being off for this two weeks and how I kept talking about, you know, I won't be able to like work out or go to the gym. And someone was like, well, rest is important. And I'm like, yeah, I know I have rest days. I've never had uh, more than 10 rest days. Okay. (laughs) But learning the value of rest has been significantly, significantly important during these last, not just weeks, but months. Yeah. Um, And understanding, I want you guys to follow a few people because Nat Ministry on Instagram is all about that rest, how rest is basically owed to Black people. It's specifically this woman. And it's very interesting because at first I was like, oh my goodness, this can't be real. But no, I was like, no, she's very right. So NAP Ministry is a, an organization that does, they do NAP phone calls. Like if you want to talk about ways to incorporate napping and resting. So NAPs are basically rest. Um, basically saying that they examine the liberating power of NAPs. We rest, we believe rest is a form of resistance and reparations and they install NAP experiences. Hmm. We are owed our rest and a lot of that mentality of continuing to work like is not only built into a lot of people in society today but specifically people of color who have had to work their way literally pulling themselves by their bootstraps to just succeed in anything they do in this country so rest has never been given to us we've had to take it and we've had to make sure we're the ones getting it because no one else will we're not given this idea of like someone else will do it for you because we were always the ones doing it for somebody else so Mm. rest and nap and us being just who we are is enough to deserve rest we shouldn't have to work five days in a row to feel like we deserve to take a break today or we shouldn't have to feel like well I'm not gonna relax or rest unless I do such and such or that kind of thing so This has been definitely something I'm trying to conquer and just being very in tune with when my body needs a rest. It's busyness is just a way we're trying to work to control our environment. Like I think all of us, me and you included, stay busy because we know that if we keep going to work and if we pick up shifts and we pick up hours, we're adding to our paycheck, not necessarily caring that we're taking away from our energy and our health. Because- We need to control how we pay our bills, how we get to Bougieville, how Mm -hmm. we buy our food. So we're constantly thinking about what work can give us and not necessarily what it can take away. And if we could think about rest like that, like what can rest actually give to us versus that it's taking away time, then that will kind of shift your value of how much you see rest to be important. So that is my looking fine and living well living well, looking fine. Um, tip, rest is required. You need to rest, find time to rest in the middle of your day. Like if you get a lunch break, and I think that's something that I'm taking away from this time. I think the hardest part about taking off is that we have this mentality that, well, things can't go on if I take off because I do all of this stuff at work. So how will all of this stuff get done if I'm not there? But guess what? Everything's getting done just fine. No one's called me and said that the building's on fire at work. No <laughs> one's called me and said, like, these patients were unable to do anything because you aren't there. Like, no, we, no one ever told me that. Like, that's just been something I put on myself. 
So knowing that life goes on if you rest is important and important to recall because you need to rest. You need to pause. You need to take your lunch break because guess what? The notes will still be there later. Their phone yep. calls will still be later. They're yep. later. You need to rest at the end of the night. Like it's okay if when you get home, you don't automatically make dinner. You can literally sit for 20 minutes and then dinner will still be there. Like just take time to rest from working out, from work, from phones, from whatever you need. Rest is required. Megan. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that tip. I've been living in it. I, I second that emotion. Mm. Oh, I second that emotion. Oh, if you feel wait, like wait, we can't this. sing either. I don't know if we can sing. Oh. <laughs> well, that's really going. That's really going to cramp our style if we can't sing because we known for good singing. I mean, good we're known singing. for singing. <laughs> oh, we both trying to be Mariah Carey's background singers. We're gonna get there. We we're gonna, gonna get, get there. there. That'll be a good good role. <sighs> But in the meantime, while we are planning our tour with Mariah, you guys can catch us bi-weekly, okay? We'll be dropping episodes every other week. You can email us if you want to. We really still don't be checking. <laughs> we still don't. We haven't changed that. That must be a boundary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a boundary. But if you want a little quicker contact with us, you can always catch us on Instagram. On Instagram, we are friends with Frez. Hey. Um, and then, yeah, you can slide in our DMs. We be checking our DMs. We do now. We were on a break, but now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We're back. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find us. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Yay. Bye. Bye.